I'd been waiting for the day. Longing to see the promise fulfilled. Anticipating. Hoping. Yearning. God had promised. I was just an ordinary man looking for Messiah to come. Waiting for the hope of Israel. Yearning for the day when when I would see with my own eyes what God had provided. My Savior and my Lord. To see God's word come to pass. I believe God's word. My heart and mind was opened by the scriptures. I, I wanted to understand all that God had said, all he had done, all that he had provided for me. Just to hold the sacred scrolls was, was a great privilege. To read and to hear the word of God was an amazing gift I did not take lightly. God had spoken to us communicated with us. As he directed them, men wrote his words down. God had spoken through the prophet Isaiah that he himself would give us a sign. Behold, a virgin would be with child and would bear a son and she will call his name Emmanuel. The translation of that Hebrew word Emmanuel means God with us. I lived in hope that God would visit his people. That he would live among us. That he would be with us. What an amazing thought. God with us. He had also said through the prophet that a child would be born to us. A son would be given to us. The government would rest upon his shoulders. His name, his name would be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. There would be no end to the increase of his government or of peace. On the throne of David and over his kingdom, to establish it and to uphold it with with justice and righteousness from then on and forevermore. He would be our source of wisdom and strength. He would be our righteous reigning king, guiding our feet in the way of peace forever. I had also heard the recent news that a child had been born in the obscure village of Bethlehem eight days earlier. I knew why this was significant. The prophet Micah had foretold that Messiah would be born there. And you, Bethlehem, land of Judah, are by no means least among the leaders of Judah. For out of you will come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Shepherds had spread the word. That angels had announced to them the birth of a Savior, Christ the Lord. They had heard the angels sing praises to God. Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace among men in whom He is pleased. Some laughed at them. They dismissed them as 
poor, crazy peasant fools. But when I heard it, a hope stirred within me. Maybe this was the child. Everything seemed to add up. But still, I wasn't sure. I was not alone in believing these things. The people of my day who truly believed were a rare breed. We were few. But don't get me wrong, messianic expectation ran high. People were always wondering who it might be. But they usually thought in terms of a political ruler. One who would free us from the oppression of our enemies. But I knew that it meant it went much deeper than that. See, I knew that, that he would save us from our sins. I knew that he would suffer for us. That he would be exalted. There were many prophecies spoken and recorded about this Messiah. But only a handful of people like me were among those who realized how far-reaching in spiritual significance the birth of this promised child was. There were others before us. For years they waited. They endured. They acted upon their faith. People of faith in every generation. They believed. They believed the word of Jehovah Jireh, God who provides. They believed he had spoken through the prophets. They staked their lives upon those words. Hundreds of years before I lived and he came, people were living and dying for him. They believed he would come. Their hope, like mine, was in God alone. Not in any political ruler who might come and make our lives better for a little while. Not in in any governmental power that might make our lives more prosperous. See, their hope and mine was in Jehovah. God Almighty. Yahweh and His promise. What kind of faith did this promise child inspire? Oh, God enabled them to do some amazing things. God gave them faith to endure hardship. God has always called His people to endure patiently in faith. And endure they did. And God gave them faith to act boldly upon his promise. To live without fear in the midst of opposition. To do what God wanted and to go where God led no matter the cost. God gave them faith to wait. To live without all the answers and to simply trust the one who gave the promise. 
People like Abel, murdered for his faith. Enoch, who was taken up so that he would not see death. Noah, who in reverence prepared an ark for the salvation of his household. Abraham, who offered up his only son. And there was Sarah and Isaac and Jacob and Joseph. There was was Moses, our father, who led us out of Egypt and, and through the Red Sea. Joshua, who conquered Jericho. And even Rahab, who welcomed the spies in peace. And there was Gideon, Israel's champion against the Bedouin Midianites. His small army of 300 equipped with nothing more than torches and and clay jars and trumpets. There was Barak, commander of the armies of Israel united against Sisera, who made sure that God's prophetess Deborah was with them. And Samson, who single-handedly overcame the Philistines due to his deep awareness of the invisible God. There was Jephthah and David, the king. I know his, his record was flawed, as all of us have flawed records, but he showed a humble readiness to repent to seek God's forgiveness and a clear conviction of God's providence and and faithfulness. And there were Samuel and the prophets who by faith conquered kingdoms, performed acts of righteousness like Samuel and David who produced national revival because of their righteous deeds. They obtained promises, saw them fulfilled in their day, in their lifetime. They, they shut the mouths of lions. Not only Daniel, but also David and Benaiah and Samson. They quenched the power of fire like Shadrach, Meshach, And Abednego, who refused to bow before Nebuchadnezzar's golden image and was thrown into the fiery furnace. They escaped the edge of the sword of their enemies. From weakness, they were made strong. Like Samson regaining his power and overcoming his enemies. They became mighty in war. They put foreign armies to flight. There were still others. God knows their names. They endured hardship by faith. Women received back their dead through resurrection. Like the widow of Zarephath in the days of Elijah like the Shunammite woman in the days of Elisha. Others 
were tortured. Literally, they were stretched out on a rack and beaten to death. They did not accept their release. They would not accept deliverance through denying their faith. They did it so that they might obtain a a better resurrection. They chose to die knowing they would receive rewards from God for their faithfulness when they were resurrected on that day. They experienced mockings and and scourgings. They were beaten with, with whips and rods like the prophet Jeremiah was. Beaten and put into the stocks. Yes. Also chains and imprisonment. They were stoned like Jeremiah the prophet and Zechariah the priest. Jerusalem had a reputation for killing the prophets and stoning those who were sent to her. They were sawn in two. Our tradition has it that King Manasseh killed the prophet Isaiah in this way. And we know the Assyrians did it to the inhabitants of Gilead. They were tempted. They were put to death with the sword. Like the prophets that Jezebel had killed. They went about in sheepskins and goatskins, like Elijah and Elisha, exiles and outcasts, with no enjoyment of material convenience. They were destitute, afflicted, ill treated, men of whom the world was not worthy. They were too noble and upright to continue their existence on earth. They wandered in deserts and mountains and caves and holes in the ground. Their lifestyle testifying to the fact that their true home was in heaven with God. They, like me, were looking for the promised son. The hoped-for Messiah. The consolation of Israel who would bring God's comfort. Many of them died for their faith in the coming Messiah. And the promised child, he inspired uncommon faith in them. And they all died in faith. Believing, not having received the promises, but having welcomed them and seen them from afar. But they didn't receive the promises because because God had provided something better for us. So that apart from us, they would not be made perfect. Yes, many of them died for their faith. In the coming Messiah. But I, I was kept alive for mine. You see, God had promised me that I would not die until I had seen the promised Son. 
And in response, I served God with all my heart. My desire as God's Spirit moved me was to worship God with all my heart. And I looked forward daily in anticipation of that day. You may be familiar with my story. I am Simeon. My name means to hear and to obey. As I heard what God said to me, I obeyed. Trusted God to to work it all out in His time. That day, that day began like any other. As I made my way to the temple, I thought of how many times I had walked this familiar path. Every stone, every sight, a reminder of the, the privilege that was mine to worship God. To go to the house of God and exalt the name of God. As soon as I saw him, I knew. I took the child in my arms, my hands trembling as I held this this beautiful, wonderful, indescribable gift. I blessed the Lord, thankful that he had allowed me to see Jesus, the one who would save me from my sins. He would be the Savior of all who came to Him by faith. All the Israelites and all the Gentiles who would believe. How do I know? Not from any human wisdom in me. God revealed it to me. It's in the Scriptures. He had showered His grace upon Israel. And he would shower his grace upon all the nations too. Standing there with this child in my arms. I knew. I knew that time itself had now been divided into two halves. All the years leading up to this day. And all the years that were to come. I praise the name of God. I blessed his parents. I I spoke with Mary, his his mother, and and Joseph, his earthly father. I told them how this child was destined for the fall and the rise of many in Israel. How all who believe must be humbled in repentance before they can rise in salvation. How all who would reject him, to them... He would be a stone of stumbling and a rock of offense. But to all who would receive him, they would be raised up and blessed. I knew that he would suffer. It's in the scriptures. Israel would reject this child. They would hurl abuse and insults at him and unmercifully kill him. I told Mary that even a sword would pierce her soul because of all the evil that she would see come upon her boy. 
it would not be without cost to her as she sees him rejected and humiliated, as she would watch him die in agony at the hands of sinful men, the very men he came to save. And these things, these things would reveal the heart, the true heart of every man, woman, boy, and girl. As we were talking, I saw Anna out of the corner of my eye. She was a prophetess, the daughter of Phanuel, the tribe of Asher. Prophets were rare in my day, but Anna was God's prophetess. She was advanced in years and had lived with her husband seven years after her marriage. And then as a widow to the age of 84. And she never left the temple. Day and night, fasting and praying. And at that very moment, as I spoke to his parents, she came up and began giving thanks to God. And she continued to speak of this child to all who were looking for the consolation of Israel. What a beautiful day that was. What a beautiful day. I clearly know that this child is the one who was to come. My faith had found a place to rest. I could rest in peace knowing that my eyes saw the Lord's salvation. I testify to this truth. I experienced firsthand God at work in the world and in my life. I learned some things. I learned that God's timing is perfect. In his perfect timing, he brought his promised son into the world. At the very moment when I was in the temple with Mary and Joseph, the child's mother and father and the child himself, God arranged it like that. And he orders everything after the counsel of his will. He is working all things together for good to those who love him. I also know without a doubt that God keeps His promises. He had promised to me good things. I saw the fulfillment with my very own eyes. And what about you? For what do you endure? What do you act upon? For what do you wait? Is it someone or something? Do you live your day just surviving or, or energized by anticipation of experiencing firsthand God's perfect timing and God keeping His promises? You can trust Him with everything. Everything. My hope is that my words have encouraged you to do just that. 
You see, Jesus is coming. I waited for his first arrival. You await his second. I know about many of you. That you are looking for the blessed hope and the appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Jesus. The Messiah. The only Savior will return just as was promised. The first time he came as a baby born in Bethlehem. The next time he'll arrive as a conquering king. May this conquering king inspire Uncommon faith in you. Well, I did something different this morning. Um, But I want to say this. God's timing is perfect. His timing really is perfect. And he keeps his promises. Heard a story about this little boy. He locked himself in a room accidentally. His mom couldn't get the door open. She had to call the locksmith. And the boy was afraid. He was crying. He was fearful. So here's what the mom did. She got down on her knees and she stuck her hand underneath the door. And she put her fingers through underneath the door so the boy could hold on to her hand while they waited for the locksmith to arrive. It's kind of like us today. We, we await. We await with God's presence. Jesus, Emmanuel, always with us. And we await with his promise that he will return. So God bless you this Christmas. God bless you as you celebrate uh, the, the birth of Jesus. Today, tomorrow, on Christmas, and every day. Let's pray. Lord God, we thank you for this day. Lord, we thank you for your goodness to us. We are blessed. And we are thankful. We praise your name. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. We'll be up here to pray with anybody who needs prayer. But God bless you. Merry Christmas.